A note for our listeners, yesterday's episode about John Muir Health and the case about Eile Jong was updated with minor corrections. If you're a subscriber, please re-download the episode to hear the updated version. Thank you. I'm Cecilia Lay, and this is Fifth Emission. We talk about fentanyl a lot on this show. That's the powerful, deadly opioid that's caused a huge spike in overdose deaths in San Francisco. Coverage of the epidemic has thrown the tenderloin into the spotlight, turning it into a political talking point and the face of the drug overdose crisis. But now, Bay Area residents are being confronted by the crisis in places you might not expect. If you walk into the bathroom of the Good Hop Bar on 24th and Telegraph in Oakland, you'll find a bowl of fentanyl test kits. They're available if you want to make sure your drugs aren't laced with fentanyl. Melissa Myers is the owner of the Good Hop. She says that people may not want to think drugs are being done in clean, well-lit bars like hers, but... The reality is, is that your neighbor who's clean-cut and you would never think that they would do something like that is doing that. The tests are supplied by a local organization called FentCheck. Its co-founder says the kits are harm reduction in action. That's a strategy that aims to reduce the negative consequences of drug use. Not everyone's a fan of harm reduction, but supporters of the strategy say test kits at a bar can lower the chance that a recreational user would overdose after unknowingly consuming drugs laced with fentanyl. Most drug overdose deaths in San Francisco, for example, have involved a combination of drugs that included fentanyl. So more and more Bay Area businesses are taking it upon themselves to respond to the crisis in simple harm reduction strategies like this. Reporter Karen Creighton has more. Melissa Myers of the Good Hop Bar says there's no downside to having her customers check their drugs at her business. It doesn't hurt us to offer it. Nobody's going to die because we're offering the ability to check your drugs. But other bars have occasionally gotten confused reactions from customers, like the Legionnaire Saloon, which is just down the block from the Good Hop. What we'll get is, well, you don't want people doing drugs in your bar, right? I'm like, no, I don't want people doing cocaine, heroin, and, you know, Molly in my bar, but they're gonna. That's Jason Lujic, owner of the Legionnaire. He says offering drug test kits is a smart business decision. If any business owner, bar owner, restaurant owner, or whatever, thinks that people aren't doing drugs in their business, they're out of their mind. I'm not going to, you know, have some sort of false sense of naivete and not have prevention in my bar and have people just die out because I'm a child. Fentcheck is an organization that's on a mission to prevent overdoses and is helping businesses like Lugic's. Co-founder Allison Heller became aware of fentanyl test strips when she volunteered in the Tenderloin, assembling safety kits for drug users. She started casually leaving a few strips in bars a few years ago and noticed that people were taking them. Since then, she's leveled up. There are now fentanyl testing strips in about 40 bars and other businesses in the Bay Area. We're targeting a demographic that either doesn't think that harm reduction is for them, might feel uncomfortable ordering fentanyl test strips online, or might be uncomfortable going to a syringe exchange service. And we're just trying to meet people where they are. The test kits cost about a dollar each, and FentCheck relies on fundraisers and donations from partner businesses. By offering free testing strips in discrete locations, like the bathroom of a business, 
Heller is expanding harm reduction and making it easier for people to test their drugs. That's especially helpful these days, since fentanyl can be found mixed into a number of drugs, like cocaine, meth, and heroin. It can even be pressed into pills and sold as counterfeit prescription medication. It's preventative public health. In its most basic, harm reduction is making sure that the person to the left or right of you has safety, even if they're going to make decisions you wouldn't necessarily make for yourself. Ventcheck targets more casual drug users who may not be familiar with how dangerous and ubiquitous fentanyl is. Just last month, San Francisco officials issued a warning. It came after a spike in overdoses among people who thought they were just using cocaine. They didn't know it was laced with fentanyl. The strips use the same technology as at-home pregnancy tests. They only reveal if fentanyl is present in the drug being tested. It doesn't specify how much is in the product. So the choice of when and how to safely use can still be challenging. FentCheck helps save lives, but there's a lot of stigma around harm reduction tools. Laura Thomas, the director of HIV and harm reduction policy at the San Francisco AIDS Foundation, says misinformation is to blame. Most of us got really bad education about drugs. We carry stereotypes often stereotypes that are rooted in very racist ideas about who uses drugs. Thomas says harm reduction strategies like FentCheck are essential, especially for people who want to use but haven't built up an opioid tolerance. There are, have certainly been cases where people are purchasing what they believe to be a stimulant of some sort or some other kind of drug, and it has some fentanyl in it. And that can result in an overdose for someone who doesn't have any experience with opioids or doesn't have any tolerance built up. And that's very dangerous. Heller, the co-founder of FentCheck, also offers overdose reversal training for bars and provides naloxone free of charge. That's an overdose reversal drug usually better known by the brand name Narcan. Both Myers and Lujic, the Oakland bar owners, have had to use Narcan on different people overdosing on Telegraph Avenue outside their businesses. It was this super clean-cut kid. looked like he'd been out the night before and was heading home, pretty well-dressed, um, and he just went down on the sidewalk. Because of that training, I didn't even think twice about it. She basically taught us that if I were to give that to someone who isn't down because of fentanyl, it won't hurt them at all. It definitely gives you the knowledge and the comfort level to be like, okay, I'll use this. The only thing it can do is help. It will not hurt anybody. More with Karen Creighton after a quick break. Bay Area businesses have turned to fentanyl test strips to help address the drug overdose crisis. They're part of a multi-pronged harm reduction strategy, but even people who favor that kind of approach sometimes disagree about where to draw a line, including a mother of a San Francisco man who's addicted to fentanyl. We'll hear her thoughts on harm reduction after the break. We'll be right back. You can support the newsroom that creates Fifth Emission by signing up for unlimited access at sfchronicle.com slash pod or by downloading the San Francisco Chronicle app. Fentanyl is the driver of San Francisco's drug overdose crisis, and fentanyl test strips are one harm reduction strategy that's fighting it. But for those who have already built up an opioid tolerance and are at greater risk of getting hooked on fentanyl, other tactics are also needed. Jackie Berlin has seen the devastation caused by fentanyl firsthand. 
Her son Corey started using heroin 10 years ago when he was 21, and he often uses in the tenderloin. Berlin has seen a severe decline in her son in the past couple of years. She says fentanyl is to blame, since her son didn't intend to start using it. They started putting fentanyl into the heroin, unbeknownst to him and unbeknownst to a lot of the people on the streets, and that got him hooked to fentanyl. He deteriorated more in the past two years on fentanyl than he ever did in eight years on heroin. Not that heroin is is better, but I'll tell you, I mean, actually it is. I think he could have lived a long life as a heroin addict. It's not the same with fentanyl. After seeing her son go through a number of ups and downs trying to get clean, Berlin has mixed feelings about certain harm reduction strategies. I do believe in clean needles and the fentanyl strips. I mean, I think San Francisco goes overboard with it, though. It's hard to get off when they make it so easy to stay an addict. That's why Berlin protested drug use being permitted at San Francisco's new Tenderloin Linkage Center in February. Opened by the city in January as a way to combat the drug overdose crisis, people can go to the center to get meals and overdose prevention supplies, take a shower, do laundry, and get connected to services like CalFresh, Medi-Cal, housing, and referrals to treatment programs. The Chronicle reported in January that some people are also using drugs in an outdoor space at the linkage center. Berlin says her main challenge is getting her son into treatment. She says he visited the center and said he felt discouraged by what he saw. He even told me that it felt like a joke because he'd gone there and he said people were using right there. And it kind of made him feel, you know, hopeless that anybody in the city is really serious about trying to get them help. So my hope was that the linkage center would be different from what they encounter everywhere else. While the Linkage Center is not technically a supervised consumption site, the San Francisco Department of Public Health told the Chronicle that they are, quote, committed to creating a safe and welcoming space for both people who use drugs and people who do not use drugs. They also note that because many of the people they serve do use drugs, that, quote, the site design, staffing, and setup allow guests to be observed for safety at all times. Jackie Berlin's concerns about the city making it too easy for her son to maintain his addiction are understandable. But Laura Thomas of the San Francisco AIDS Foundation says creating safe spaces for people to use while they're waiting to get into treatment can be critical. The reality of someone who's dependent on substances is that they will need to continue doing those substances to avoid withdrawal for their own health and well-being up until they are in treatment. That's the reality of opioid dependence is we can't expect people to go through withdrawal while they're waiting for entrance into a treatment program or into a detox program. It can be dangerous for people to use on the street or alone. As of March 27, staff members at the Tenderloin Linkage Center have reversed 53 overdoses since it opened in January. And according to data provided by the Linkage Center, 225 overdoses have been reversed outside the center thanks to naloxone they've provided. And everything that I've heard from people who use drugs is they do not want to be using drugs on the sidewalk. They don't want to be using drugs where they feel vulnerable. And so sometimes that leads people to try to hide away. But that then makes people more vulnerable to uh, if they overdose, no one will see them to reverse it. So We've created a situation that's really dangerous for people who use drugs. The reality is that people who use drugs are the 
primary first responders to overdose in this country and certainly here in San Francisco. People who use drugs are reversing thousands of overdoses every year. Jackie Berlin, the mother we heard from earlier, also co-founded an organization called Mothers Against Drug Deaths. While she believes some forms of harm reduction can go too far, she supports the use of fentanyl testing strips as a preventative measure. I do agree with the fentanyl strips. I agree with those being put out there. I don't think we can stick our head in the sands and just say, no, nobody's ever going to use anything. But getting hooked on fentanyl is almost a death sentence. Her son has created workarounds to keep himself safer while using. He usually tries to use with people that he trusts that would revive him, which is absolutely ludicrous to think that that's what he's doing and what other people are doing, that they know that they could be taking a hit off of this and it could kill them. I have hope that my son's going to get free of it, but I do worry every day. Every day that I hear somebody died in San Francisco, I, I do wonder if it's my son. Berlin wants treatment available on demand for what she calls that small window of time when people like her son are feeling well enough to actually want to get clean. The impact of fentanyl is widespread, so harm reduction strategies need to be also. From centers that can offer services for people who use on the street to fentanyl test strips for the occasional drug user. Allison Heller, the FentCheck founder, has noticed that more bars are taking this crisis seriously. She says that means her work is helping to normalize this type of harm reduction. I mean, it's a horrible sign. It's a horrible thing, this epidemic. It's a sign of the times that the community is stepping up, that civilians are stepping up, that bartenders want to take this seriously. My favorite thing about this is we leave these bowls in the bathrooms and we leave them alone. We know that a couple of strips get taken every couple of hours, but where they go is their business. And um, I think that that is normalizing it. Making testing strips more widely accessible provides people with an opportunity to take a pause and make an informed decision about what they're consuming. And Heller's work has made it clear that could happen anywhere, even in the bathroom of your favorite bar. That was Karen Creighton, who is a producer for Fifth and Mission. She produced, wrote, and reported this episode with help from myself, King Kaufman, and Sarah Feldberg. Thanks to Laura Wenis, too. For ongoing coverage of the fentanyl crisis, visit sfchronicle.com and the Chronicle app. Thanks for listening.